Welcome to Good Enough Creative, a podcast for creative people. again, I'm your host, Marie Green, and by the time you're listening to this, I'll have my toes in the sand at the Oregon coast with one of my favorite creative friends. And as I've been preparing for the trip, which is technically for work, but I have no doubt there will be lots of great creative mastermind time happening, I've thought about what an opportunity it is when you get to spend time with other creative people. And not just any creative people, But people who get you, and you get them. People who, when you're with them, ideas zip back and forth like hummingbirds, and you leave feeling excited about new projects and ideas. Maybe you think of ways to collaborate and share resources, or maybe it's just that you get to spend a little time with someone who understands how unruly and messy creative ideas can be, and how prone they are to change along the way. Creative friends understand this better than most. In a recent article on the website Medium, which I'll link in the show notes if you want to read it, writer Nicole Bianchi said this about the subject. Does talent attract talent? Does artistry attract other artists? Or does surrounding yourself with artists, with those who are passionate about sharpening their skills and contributing something beautiful to the world, stir up the artist within you? I think she's onto something because throughout my life, I found myself most often attracted to those who are passionate about what they do and who are filled with ideas and dreams and plans and who aren't afraid to try an idea when it strikes. And passionate, creative people are less likely to poo-poo on the seedlings of a creative vision just because you haven't fully formed it yet. They can see the potential. Now, this makes me think of shopping for a house. I know this is going to sound like a weird analogy, but imagine this. You're spending the week touring homes for sale while you search for the right one. The first home has the right layout, but not the right yard. The second home has the right yard, but too few bedrooms. The third one has the right layout and the right yard, but the paint colors are not your style and it's a bit outdated. If it weren't for that, it would be the one. You keep looking, but you don't find exactly what you're looking for, and you start wondering if you should just build a house instead. Here's how my husband and I shop for a house. The first home has the right layout, and we start talking about what we could do about the yard. The second home has the right yard, and we start talking about what we might remodel indoors if we wanted to make it more suitable. The third one with the right layout and the right yard, but the outdated paint and style, we'd be all over that. By the time we left, we'd be thinking about a trip to the store to look at paint swatches and light fixtures. Now, part of our approach to that is not only are we both super creative, but we're also both very hands-on people who love projects. And we all know that just because you're creative, it doesn't mean you want to mess with paint and fixtures in a new house. But my point is, creative people often have a superpower when it comes to looking past the surface, especially if it's in their area of genius. They can see the potential, and instead of seeing limitations of what's in front of them, they see what it could become. And that's how it works with creative friends, too. 
Have you ever started on a project and it's not finished yet and you're still a bit unsure about it and someone asks to look at it or they're looking over your shoulder while you work? So uncomfortable, right? Suddenly you find yourself making excuses and explaining how it's not fully formed yet and it still needs work. And depending on who's asking, they might have a look on their face like, huh, well, that's nice for you. (laughs) But because they see what's in front of them and they don't necessarily have the vision that you have, they don't always see the potential. Not everyone can see what we see, but creative friends understand how that process works. And they're more likely to cheer for you even when they can't quite see where you're heading with that. They know that's not how creativity works. Granted, it might actually be a stinker of an idea and you'll decide that for yourself when the time comes, but no one really knows yet. And it could be amazing. That's what creative people know. This makes me think of a line in the movie. This is so embarrassing to admit that I I know this line, but the movie National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, where Clark W. Griswold Jr. is trying to wow his family with a holiday light display on his house but he can't seem to get them to turn on. And at one point, amidst his obvious frustration, his mother says, I can see it in my mind, Clark, and it's breathtaking. Oh, to have someone in our life who can believe in our vision like that. As a knitting designer, a lot of my ideas have to be tested out in something called a swatch. If you're not a knitter, this is a little square of knit fabric that you make with yarn, and needles, and it's to help calculate the size and shape of the thing you're planning to make, but also a chance to test out a pattern to see if you like it. And I remember once working on a design for a company and showing a friend my concept only to see her face scrunch just a bit as she tried to envision what that little square might grow up to become. I could tell she wasn't quite caught on to my vision. The end result, though, was pretty awesome, and I think even she was surprised. I share these examples because as a creative person, you likely have experienced something similar, whether it's someone standing over your shoulder to see what you're painting or wanting to read a chapter of the book you're working on. That's that moment when you teeter between believing in your idea and fearing that someone might crush it with disapproval. That's why creative friends are important. We need each other. Creative friends know that they don't have to see your vision in its entirety to believe that it's possible. So what if you don't have any creative friends? Or rather, what if you don't have the right creative people in your life? The ones who are supportive and encouraging and whose passion inspires your passion and vice versa. How do you get more of that in your life? Forming connections with other creative people is an intentional act. It requires you to make the effort to put yourself in places where creative people might be, at a festival, an art fair, an exhibit, a writer's group, a knitting guild. If you're a writer, have you ever heard of NaNoWriMo, National Novel Writing Month? It's in November, and groups around the United States and maybe elsewhere form in temporary places so they can all write together in the same place. I participated in this one year, and I am still in touch with a few of the people I met through that group. I've also found a lot of great support by being part of a mastermind. Now, this isn't specifically a creative mastermind, but the idea is to surround yourself with people who share similar goals so you can encourage and inspire each other and have someone to bounce ideas around with. 
Sometimes the creative life can be a little bit lonely and isolating. Having creative friends and a creative network or a network of others who share a similar vision can really help. When you're intentional about the people in your life, you create a space for ideas to grow. Whenever possible, say yes to opportunities to spend time with other creative people. They don't have to do what you do, and in fact, sometimes it's incredibly valuable to hang out with people whose interests are slightly different, but still fall somewhere on the creative spectrum. Ask questions. Invite someone to coffee or lunch. Send an email. Make a phone call. Take classes, keep learning, keep putting yourself in situations where you have both the opportunity to grow and the opportunity to dig deeper into your creativity. When you do, you'll find that it's easier to meet others who are also passionate about growing and learning and living a rich, creative life. You don't have to have a huge network. It really just takes having that one person in your life that you can share the creative experience with. But what I've noticed is that once you start being intentional about forming friendships with other creatives, it starts to come more easily. And before you know it, you might have a whole posse of creative friends to share the journey with. Here are some reasons why these friendships matter. When you're excited, you have someone to share that excitement with who gets it. When you're waffling between ideas, a creative friend can ask the right questions to help you find your way through the cobwebs. When you're sabotaging yourself, an awesome creative friend can kindly point it out to you. We do that sometimes, right? We sabotage ourselves. We get in our own way and we don't always see it. It becomes a major blind spot, but creative friends can help. When you need to talk through an idea without worrying about judgment, if your concept is still a little messy, creative friend to the rescue. When you witness someone else work through a creative problem, it provides evidence that you can do the same. Surrounding yourself with passionate, inspired people helps you stay passionate and inspired. Surrounding yourself with people who see potential and not limitations helps you do the same. And for each and every one of these examples that a creative friendship can do for you, the same is true for what you can bring to the life of your creative friend. Sharing our life experience with other creative people requires us to be vulnerable and real, to share both our successes and our flops, which I like to call practice sessions rather than failures. It asks us to set aside our egos and avoid comparison, knowing that there's room for each of us to succeed. Fear isolates us and separates us. Creativity has the potential to help us expand and connect, if we'll let it. And by sharing that creative experience with others, we're able to do more and be more than we can be all by ourselves. My challenge to you this week is to seek out positive, inspired, creative people. Maybe you already have a few of those friendships in your life, and if you do, celebrate them as often as you can. I am in awe of what happens when I spend time with my creative friends. The time flies because we're engaged and inspired and excited. Ideas and plans are bouncing around off the walls. Anything is possible when creative friends connect. You just never know what brilliant thing might come of it. My challenge to you this week is to be intentional about the people in your life. Make space for your creative friends. Your creative journey will be so much richer for it, I promise.
Until next week, keep doing great work because I know you are. And remember, you've got this.